Welcome to another episode of NY Just Fans Podcast with host Davin Sharman and Chris. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, Instagram, NY Just Fans Podcast, as we come to you with another week of football news and, of course, Jets news. Less than three weeks away for the season. Get more excited as time moves along. Let's let's start off with the Jets. Uh, Chris, we got we got some uh, some some injuries with the wide receiver. We very sure that wide receiver. I know they uh doing Kevin White. Um, Kevin White's supposed to try out today. So um, how for one, how how is this gonna uh come along with the Jets being thin at wide receiver? And for two, do you see them signing signing anybody else before the season start? Well, they, they were thin to begin with. Um. And I think the one that's it's really hurting the most being out is Mims since he's a rookie. You know, you want to get him as much as much uh, time as possible practicing. Um, I think today he was on the field. He wasn't playing, but he was running a little bit. So that's a good sign. So maybe we'll see him back uh, tomorrow. But, um, yeah, you, you, you mentioned Kevin White. They tried out, but he's trying out for the 49ers today. So obviously wasn't that impressive. So, uh yeah, I mean, I don't know what, what else is – there's not much out there to sign. And uh, I think most teams are going to hold on to their guys uh, early on, especially because of the injuries and COVID and all that stuff. So we might not be able to add anything uh, significant until closer to the, uh, the trade deadline. You know, that's when most teams will say, all right, you know, we're kind of done. We're, we're not going to make a run this year. You know, we can dump – somebody and try to get a draft pick or two or whatever. So I could see it then, but you know, the other guys that are here, you know, like Perryman was having a good camp. Berrios was having a, a good camp. Uh, Smith is out too. He's going to be out for at least a month or so. So yeah, the wide receiver position is not good right now. Um, Rager was having um, Rager or Rager. What's his name? Rager, right? The guy from Georgia that they, the undrafted free agent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. him. He was having a pretty decent. I mean, so I mean, Cager. 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 I'm sorry, Cager. <laughs> Cager. Right. Thank you, thank you. He was having mm-hmm. a good camp, but he got hurt. I think yesterday. Uh, nothing major, but he hurt his knee. So, and then Hogan's been pretty good. He fumbled today in one of their camp, uh, one of their games, interstar game, whatever. So, uh, but he's been having a good camp too. So, either way, it's not a good spot right now for us. But thankfully, the rest of the team is in pretty good shape so we're okay yeah um uh you're you're right going into the season um before the beginning of of whatever offseason we had um definitely wide receiver was something that should have been a you know a top priority unfortunately um the you know for so many different circum for different reasons um never picked up picked up enough in a lot of people's opinion um i think i think um they were kind of playing everything by air um the way the season the way everything was going with how weird everything is and every how unprecedented everything is um i think i think that's what we have to keep in mind here i think um the reason reasoning behind everything being so short and everything being so clumsy is because uh, we're in a state of basically the NFL is in a state of emergency. It's like you, you know, doing everything, trying to do everything 
that it would normally take you how many how many weeks, Chris? Normally, you oh, know, yeah, many you know, weeks. Yeah, you, you know, with three months or something like that, you trying to put it into a month and a half worth of stuff of time. And uh, we've spoken, we've spoken with our, um, our uh, so many of our guests about how complicated a lot of foot, a lot of stuff is for not only uh, pros coming from other teams. Uh, coming to the Jets and learning their um, defense because defense, football, football, you know, it's not, if you're a professional football player, there's a lot of, there's not a lot of football that you've not seen. The problem is communicating what you've seen to your teammates. So where you, you know, understanding what a slant is and a slant and one, one offense is a dragon and a slant in another uh, is a lion, you know, stuff like that, you know, and, 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 you know, post route is one thing in one offense. And, you know, so now the, it, it's, it's confusing. So now even if you bring new guys in, it's hard for them to kind of, uh, you know, assimilate, you know, uh, Chris Hogan came in, you know, because of his, because he played in New England and, and Gase made the point that the offense was, um, has a lot of uh, things in common with uh, McDaniel's offense in New England. So um, they were able to kind of understand each other a little bit, but that's still going to be an issue. And, and the meat and potatoes of the whole thing of our um, wide receivers in the off season is mostly kids, you know, coming in from, from college. And that's the problem. And then we, and then on top of COVID nineteen and everything I just said, um, you know, you're just talking about people, you know, everything being condensed, creating issues with injuries, soft tissue injuries, you know, and it's and you can't really rush people back in, and that causes an issue. So that everything is slowed down, everything is a, uh, you know, um, amplified. So so I think that's why. I think, I think we're right to be nervous as fans, but I think every team is dealing with the same issues. Um, so, you know, the team that's lucky enough to be able to put everything together well is probably the one that's going to survive, unfortunately. And, and another thing, I, I see a lot of people saying, oh, we should trade for somebody and, you know, maybe even <laughs> trade for Juju from Pittsburgh. I mean, that's crazy because Pittsburgh is all in this year because of, the return of Big Ben, you know, they're going for it this year. So they're going to hold on to everybody and, and push forward. And you know what, if Big Ben returns and plays a whole season and plays anything like he has been in the past, you know what, that's a Super Bowl contender. And yep. they're legit. They're not, yeah, not going to give up assets. Right. No, you're exactly. right. So, and, and I think you're right across the board about that, Chris, about yeah. for everybody, because there's nobody knows what's going to happen next. Right. So any asset you have right now is, like I said, everything is amplified to the point where you're scared of giving up anything because then what are you going to do if you give up somebody that's in-house and then all of a sudden three days later you have two injuries and then you're like, oh, crap, I just gave that guy away. I could have need- used them. You understand me? And, and that's the issue. That's the, that's the issue with a lot of teams right now, trying to manage – uh, a foot a football season or a football preseason without time, 
which has always been something that teams had on their side. You could use time to manage your players and manage your bodies, you know, circulate players from your, you know, from, you know, from different parts of your squad so that they, you know, when they fall, you know, they're not doing too well. So you send them down to the third part of your squad or the second part of your squad or the first, you know, and, and you can't do that. You can't even take your, the guys that are going to be your starters. You can't even say, well, oh, I'm going to sit them out for a little bit because there's no meshing going on. I mean, not that there's any meshing, but the meshing is so important or gelling is so important because of the limited amount of time that you can't have them sitting around, you know? So, oh man, it's, it's, it's just bad all around. That's why I think the best time you're going to see uh, possibly trades is before the trade deadline. Cause I think by then, you know, teams will know, you know, do we have enough to make the run? Are we good enough to make a run here? Or, you know what, we'll trade this guy. We'll build for next year, stuff like that. Like Pittsburgh, if, if Roethlisberger gets hurt in the first couple of weeks, and they're back down to uh, Hodges and whoever else they got as their backup. Then I could see Pittsburgh saying, you know what, Juju's going to be a free agent after this year. Uh, most likely, they probably weren't going to resign him. So you know what, let's trade him and get maybe a second or a third round pick for him, and look forward to next year. You know, but right now, like you said, teams are just going to hold on to their assets. Their healthy assets right now are like gold. And you know what, if you're a team that you think you got a little bit of a shot, you're going to hold on to these guys and try to make a run. But yeah, the first couple of weeks, if your quarterback goes down or if you lose, if you go 0-4 your first four weeks and then the trade deadline comes up, yeah, you know what? Maybe Detroit trades uh, Galladay or maybe Pittsburgh trades trades uh, Juju. But, you know, until then, I don't see any major trades happening and there's not much left in free agency. So, I think it's what you see is what you got right now for the Jets. Uh, not not much uh, I would like to say on that subject. Uh, basically, I nailed it right on the head. Um, let's let's get a, let's get a quick talk about uh, the Jets since, since we talk about Jets. Let's talk about the false uh, positive COVID tests over the weekend. Um, Ten Jets players. Uh, we got six Steelers, nine from the Bears. Altogether, I think from the NFL was like 77 false positive COVID tests. And I just want to know, like, where where is this coming from and how are they going to manage to handle this? Because the season is supposed to start less than three weeks away. Well, I, I think it's important because uh, hopefully they could straighten this out before the season starts, because this would be a disaster if it happens, you know, the night or two before a regular season game. You know, because then if you have 10, 11 false positives, you're probably going to have to not, you know, you're not going to be able to play the game. So that's, that's going to be horrible, It's you know, for the, for the league if this happens. So hopefully they could straighten this out. I mean, I don't know what the problem was, you know, what was the cause of it or something like that. That I didn't know. But they definitely have to straighten this out before the season starts because you do not want um, – something like this to happen during the regular season where you get false positives and it's just going to ruin a game. And with football, unlike baseball, you can't make up games. You know, you can't have a doubleheader in football like you do in baseball. You know, it's just, it just doesn't work. So with football, you got to get through that season. Okay. If you miss a game or two because of what's going on. All right. You know, they could probably live with that, but 
this, this has to be corrected by the time the regular season starts because it would be a disaster if it happens during the season. Yeah, um, it is a, it was, it, it just seems like something, unfortunately, that, that seemed like it would, uh, if you were really paying attention, um, especially on the political front, you would kind of, uh, it was, you could kind of anticipate in something like that happening at some point because unfortunately, something so intricate as testing for something that's, you know, not at the, you know, still not really understood, even by medical professionals. Um, some of the labs and some of the, uh, you know, some, just some of the organizations that got involved in all this, all this, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say they're shady. They're just not on the level of some of others. So you just, you know, and then you're, they're dealing with numbers that are, you know, out of this world. You're talking about, you know, the MLB um, needing testing, you need the um, MLS needing testing, the NFL needing testing, uh, NHL needing testing. I mean, several organizations, not only organizations, but, but uh, we're talking about uh, um, just regular workplaces, you know, needing testing and then, and, these labs are getting killed with uh, with demand for testing. You know, when when you all of a sudden you're a lab that probably do, you know, testing for you could stand testing for about twenty thousand a week, and then all of a sudden you get inundated with like a hundred thousand. It's just you know it's impossible to to not end up in a situation where you know there are going to be mistakes made. You know, and and that that that's one part of it. The other part of it is, you know, certain medical professionals believe that some of those tests are, are, are inconsistent. You know, and there's a lot there's a lot going on here. But the but you know, but I think um, being able to trace and find what the problem is and then nip that in the bud will help the NFL uh, going forward if they could find a lab that's making the most mistakes or whatever. And try to take them out of uh, circulation. Probably that would help. But um, yeah, I just think overall, um, it's it could it could be a lawsuit for all them false tests. <laughs> you know, the players could actually sue the doctors or whoever because that's a very serious. And to me, it's a very serious uh, situation when you're playing with somebody's life and you're playing with they not even with their money. You're just playing with their life in general. You know, then then they'll have to quarantine for what seven days, fourteen days, and then they they have to miss a week or two of football just because of a false test. So I don't know. I just hope they get it. I hope they get it fixed I'm as soon curious, as possible. Like financially, do they do they not get paid if like like say, you know, one of the games gets gets uh, canceled for that week and they can't Correct. make it up. Let's say if it's the the Bengals, right? They're not going to be in the playoffs, so they don't have to make up the game later on. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna lose that game. Do they still get paid for that game? Uh, if so, it's not. It'll probably be like how it is. Um, if you miss out for the season, maybe, maybe you know, thousands of dollars, and not like a whole pay, not like a full days of pay, right. full day pay. That's just. I think that. I think that's just my opinion. But I think they don't get that. That you know, that whole day pay because that's like waste. To, to you know, I think to the owners, that's like wasted money. You know, like look, look at it now. The owners already. The owners already taking control of the NFLPA, <laughs> so just imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
Right. <laughs> let's mm-hmm. let's move along to uh the Earl Thomas. The very very interesting uh story over the weekend. Uh Earl Thomas got released by the Ravens um due to a fight. Uh Danny expected this you thought he was gonna get signed to the Cowboys, but reported by Ian Rappaport. Um they don't expect to offer him a contract. Uh they did they due diligence on him. And basically, I guess over the years, Earl Thomas didn't have too many nice things to say about Jerry Jones. Uh, Sharman, do you see Earl Thomas getting signed? And if so, where? Like, where could Earl Thomas go? Man, uh, there is um, – I think I think the team that comes to mind, in my opinion, is uh, uh, Houston. Um, Houston has uh, DB issues. And – Houston is Texas, and you know Thomas is from Texas. You know, I think I think that's the that's the place I could think of, in my opinion. But this whole thing, in my in in, is crazy because uh, I think Earl Thomas and his uh, the way he carries himself, I guess, kind of has been going on. From when he was uh, with Seattle, he found he kind of found his way out of a place normally that's really player friendly. So if you kind of piss an organization that's player friendly off, man, you must have like gone overboard, and not only piss one team that's player friendly, but you piss two of them off. I mean, Baltimore is, you know, I think Shannon Sharp on his show Undisputed made a point that. You know, Baltimore's the players basically run the run the show, you know. And if the players are the ones talk talking to the bosses and telling them, "Hey, boss, listen, uh, this guy over here, man, we like him. We, you know, he's a good player, or whatever. But he just doesn't fit us. You know, he needs to go to the point where you know the coaches and the and the front office actually cut you, even if, even if you've been paying a ridiculous sum of money." That that to me, he whatever he did, which in all indications, there's several reports about him punch fighting with people, being late for meetings, falling asleep in meetings, and on the field freelancing and not fall playing within the defense and blaming others for the issues that happen when he freelances. You know, there's there's I don't know there's a lot of teams that will even try to get him in in house, especially under the, the circumstances we're dealing with. Um, people are going to be very wary of a player like that. Um, but yeah, uh, our friend Bill O'Ryan might take a shot. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that too. <laughs> and you know what? The only other team, man, is is uh, the Patriots, right? If anybody could keep them kind of in control somehow is, is Belichick. But I, I don't know. It, it, I can't even see them taking a chance because... Exactly. Yeah. I mean, who wants this headache? I mean, with all the things that we've we've heard the last year or two, and who knows what happened before then with him, <clears throat> um, plus his his decline, his play is is definitely in the decline. I mean, this guy is not a top safety anymore. He's middle of the pack at best right now. So do you really want to take a chance with this guy? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't see it either. I mean, um, unless he, you know, he pleads with a team and says, you know, I'm, I'm changed, you know, maybe they bring him in for an interview and he – and he says, no, I'm a changed man now. I'm humble. You know, I've been humbled by all this and, and all that. I don't know. But uh, I'm, I'm thinking somebody will pick him up. I just, I have no clue because it's, it, 
because this season is this off season right now is so crazy right now. I, I just uh, I just seen something before we we started recording that McKinney, the second round pick of the Giants, uh, broke his foot today. Not that the Giants are going to be you know going for it this year, but you never know. That might be a team like that that gets a, a pretty bad injury at, at the safety position might take a chance with him. So it could be that, like you said. It's everything is so weird. Like we were just talking about that, the constant, that injuries just, it just exacerbates everything. You know, if, if, uh, if you have an injury, normally you go through the wave of why you try to find somebody, but you're talking about multiple teams, man, having major injuries over and over and over again. And they're all just running around in circles, trying to find bodies. But like, like you said, there's a possibility he gets, you know, he gets caught, you know, by somebody because there's a major injury at, at the position, um, you know. But he's not going to get paid a lot. I'm telling you that right now. Nobody's going to pay him a bunch of money. No. <laughs> he's going to get the money he, gets, he got. Yeah. Um, I just, I just, I just want to point out, you know, maybe a few things. Number one, I think, I think it's kind of crazy for Earl Thomas um, to, deal, to deal with the situation he's dealing with. Um, due to the situation with his wife, uh, the middle finger up to Pete Carroll. Who can forget that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> who can forget that? And now, now the incident. It's it's this is crazy for Earl Thomas. Like like what is going on with you, dude? Like like when you know when at his prime, he's for what Chris was saying. You know he he was great, but now uh, for what Chris is saying, he's like middle of the pack. Um, and I can and I can see why, but. At the same time, I'm going to say this. <laughs> I, I will say that Mr. Earl Thomas has to uh, chill out. And um, uh, he'll get signed, but he, he has to chill out. Because if he doesn't chill out, then, then then what? And then for what Jim Harbaugh was saying, I agree 100%. He basically he said if, if, if he would have let Earl Thomas just do what he wants and just stay with the team, he would have lost that, that leadership in that locker room. And yes, I sir. agree 100% with that. I mean, $22 million is, is a lot of money, but if you're just losing it for this season, then why not? Make, mm-hmm. a, make a stand. Make a stand to your team that if you F up, that's, that's, that's what's going to happen. Right. Period. Period. That's, <laughs> um, but let's, but let's, let's move along, man. Uh, Baker, the safety Baker from uh, the Cardinals. Highest paid safety, signed an extension. I know, I know Jamal Adams is, is licking his chops and rubbing his hands <laughs> like Birdman. But, you know, but what, his contract, what, what do you see, Chris, Jamal Adams is saying to his agent? And, and do you see a potential extension from Adams now that, you, now that we saw Baker sign that, that large extension? He's definitely going to get paid at some point. I just don't see it happening this year uh, because, you know what, Seattle's going to bring him in. I mean, this guy is still – still, he is either the top safety in the league, one of the top safeties, whatever you want to call him, great player. Um, he's definitely going to get paid, and it's going to be more than the, the money that this guy just got signed for, no doubt. And it's going to be, I think, a little bit higher. Not a little bit, but he's going to go – over that amount easily. I think this is going to be the, um, the same thing that we just seen with Kittle and Kelsey with the tight ends. He's going to like, he's going to break open that ceiling a little bit and say, okay, 14, seven, I think I'm going to get like 16 or 17 million. 
But here's the other thing. Here's the, the other side of this. He's got to show that he could fit into the Seattle defense. I'm not saying he's not, but we've seen players, good players, go to another team, and they just doesn't fit for whatever reason. So he's got to have a good year this year as well and show that, hey, I could fit into the Jets defense. I could fit in this defense. Whatever defense you throw me in, I'm still going to be the top, the top safety out there. So I think that's going to be something to, to look at this year to see how he plays in this defense. I'm sure he's going to be great. I'm not saying he's not going to be, but for Seattle's sake, I think they got to say, all right, let's see how he fits with us. If he's, you know, if he doesn't play by, you know, our rules or whatever, then, you know, we're not going to sign him. Then we'll have to trade him and get something back for him. But um, he's definitely going to get paid. If it's not by Seattle, it'll be by another team. You know, hopefully Seattle is saying, yeah, we'll be the team that's going to sign this guy. But he's going to get paid, and he's going to get paid a lot of money. And it's going to be more than any safety in the league. He'll be easily the highest paid safety in the league when he signs that contract. Yeah. Um, the, thing, the, the thing about Buda Baker that, that, um, that kills the argument of everybody that, that wants to downplay um, Jamal's greatness is the fact that Buda Baker's interception numbers are so low that they border on ridiculous for a safety that they just paid that amount of money. I can't off the top of my head, I can't remember what it is, but basically he's, he's like probably like five or something like that or lower than that, you know, but his impact within that defense, you know, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. So you can't, so, so at the same time, if you really watch the way he plays and, you know, study football and even even if you don't study football and you you kind of read people that study football they will tell you that this guy is ridiculously you know um talented is fast a strong um is uh how the way he diagnoses plays is off the chain you know he listen he's he's all deserving and all that um, th- the way that impacts um, Jamal's contract to me is very little, in my opinion, because Jamal's going to get paid. One of the reasons why he's going to get paid is because he's better than Buda Baker. It's simple as that. He, Jamal is, you could, you could put him at so many, he could do so many different things that his impact is high, is, would, would be higher than a player like Buda Baker, in my opinion. So that just goes to show you that he deserves that and more, you know. So so uh, kudos to uh, to Baker for his money, man. I think he deserves it. I think I think it was just a matter of time he was going to get paid because he's been making noise in in Arizona for a while. So, um, but Jamal's going to be fine in my opinion. But the only part of Jamal that only get himself in trouble is his mouth. If he shut up and he play football, he'll be fine. He'll get paid. He's gonna get paid north of 14, 15 million, definitely. Hmm. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm I'm gonna leave my I'm gonna leave my <laughs> mouth closed until 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 then because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start nothing today. I'm I'm gonna shut my mouth. I usually say a lot, but I'm gonna shut my mouth on on you, Adam. So I'm letting you slide this this week. Uh, before Chris, we go that's into- not a good. That's not good. 
Once Davin does, if Davin doesn't say anything, that's not good for him, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, hey. You, you know what? I think I think I, I think I'm I think I'm I'm on the verge of not talking about him. I think I think you know, as a Jet fan, it's time to move along. You know, we, I agree. We talk we talk yeah. much about Adams, especially through the trade deadline. I think we I think I could move along for one week and, and get to him when the season starts. <laughs> I agree. Agree. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, before we get into our NFC conference preview on the Vegas bets, um, Dan Snyder, ex-employees accused of sexual harassment and misconduct. Um, 25, 25 of, I guess, ex-employees both spoken out. Uh, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> Maybe Dan Snyder will finally uh, sell the Redskins. I mean, sell Washington football team. I keep saying Redskins. Washington football team. Um why is this? Why is everything coming out for Washington? If it's not one thing, it's another. And also, one more thing. Uh, hopefully, Ron, uh, Ron Rivera, uh, Rivera can get better. Uh, say he got cancer and get get better in general. But it seems like Washington has so much bad luck this off season. Well, I don't know if it's bad luck, but it's finally the, hey. you know the truth is coming out. You know, on the, on these guys, and it wasn't a well run. It wasn't a well run franchise football-wise, and now we could see it wasn't a well-run franchise personnel-wise, you know, in the offices and stuff like that, and yes. it's not good. Um, I, I mean, we could I, – I definitely think if any of this becomes true, um, this might be the tipping point where the league forces him to, to sell like like the NBA did with uh, the Clippers owner uh, mm. years back. So, yeah, this might be it. I mean, it's it's just horrible. You know, obviously innocent until proven guilty. So we don't want to, you know. Accuse people. Yeah. And, but, yeah. And, right. But if, hey, listen, if any of this is proven true, this is not good for him. Um, this is not something he's just going to be able to buy his way out of it. And um, So especially in this environment now, uh, right. I, I could definitely see the NFL pushing him to sell. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean uh... – I mean, the the like Davin has said um, um, before that it's recorded in the recorded history. I mean, there's history recorded that that Snyder's uh, front office has been an issue. There's been issues in the front office. There's been issues with their coaches. There's been issues with their players. Um, so so the fact that there's issues behind the scenes is something that's not that surprising to me. The scale of it. It's kind of surprising because in the face of all that's been happening politically, especially with the Me Too movement and all that, I don't understand why people still act the way they do, man. You know, I mean, uh, we're trying to evolve over here. You know, we're trying to get better. And it just seems like there's always a few knuckleheads trying to keep us back. But it's all good. <laughs> they're yep. they're going to get yeah. what's coming to them, you know? Yep. Everything will come to light when we figure out more information. We'll uh, let it be known uh, on this podcast. Now let's get into our NFC conference, Vegas bets. Uh, we're gonna start off. We're gonna start off a little differently. Um, we're gonna start off with the NFC North. Of course, you know, you know, you know, you know what I'm gonna say. My favorite, the Patriots of the NFC, um, Detroit Lions, uh, sixty to one. Um, they over and under is seven wins. <laughs> and we know what we all gonna go with. This is this is ridiculous. But um, yeah, go go right ahead. Y'all can give a quick preview and uh and, and y'all uh yeah, and John. oh yeah and also last one uh division division winner. Oh yeah, I forgot. But yeah, go right ahead. 
Detroit Lions. Lions. Ah, uh, said that over and under is what is seven wins? Yes, seven. Terrible. And uh, this, this is this, like we've said over and over again. Unless the Lions could figure out a way to get an actual running game, they will have an issue. They have issues. On top of that, they have major issues on defense. Uh, couple that with a front office that haven't that for, that hasn't shown that they could build a team. Um, so, so that, that put that on the side and just let's go to the field and 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 talk about you know the issues that they're gonna have. You know what they're gonna get. They're gonna give you. They're gonna give issues through the air with the two wide receivers, probably two of the best wide receivers in the league, and a quarterback that's borderline Hall of Fame in my opinion. Even be- before he hasn't worn anything, um, they could they could definitely um, you know make a run here or there. You know, last last year I think they lost a lot of close winnable games just by a few points because. You know they don't. Their defense wasn't stellar enough. And in the, you know, I think in the middle of the somewhere in the middle of the year, they traded away one of their safeties, um, which you know again shows front office pro- problems, um, in my opinion. Uh, so the, their vision, the front office vision on the coaches' division for that team is all over the place. I, I don't understand you know what they're going to do there, but um, but seven wins in my in my opinion is a little bit too rich. For me, um, I think I think I think because of all what I just stated, I think they're gonna. There's a chance they win less games because I think I think something's gotta give here, man. They can't just keep skating by the skin of their te- their teeth, you know. And I think this is where they're gonna kind of fall apart, and the coaching gets to go, and there needs to be a huge overhaul. I mean, this is probably the umpteenth time you're saying that in the history of the Lions, but. Fortunately, that's how it is. Yeah, I mean, this is a team that was at the bottom of uh, pass defense. They were at the uh, near the bottom rush defense. So defensively, total was bad. Offensively, yeah, you know, with Stafford, you're going to be at the top because he's, you know, easily one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But like you said, they need some kind of a running game. And they did draft DeAndre Swift. So that's probably going to improve it. But even yep. if they do improve the offense, I mean, that defense is still an issue to me. So, and Patricia has not shown that he's that great of a head coach. I'm sorry, you know, and <clears throat> he's probably done after this year. If he doesn't get this team into the playoffs or at least somewhere near 500, he's got to be gone. I mean, he's, he hasn't won. It's as simple as that. And so he's, you know, we, we talked about him being on the hot seat. And uh, this is a team definitely, I do not see them winning seven games. So I'm going to pick under as well. Yeah, because uh, because let's let's do this quickly, right? They play the Bears, the the Packers, the Cardinals and the Saints. That's their first four games. How many wins are there for you? They're not in my opinion in Green Bay is, is defense heavy. They're not going to they're not beating the Green Bay. Uh they might beat the Bears cuz we don't know what what the, the you know, the Bears defense is good. But yeah. I don't know what offensively what they could bring. Uh, so they might be because the Lions are better in offense. They probably could beat them. Uh, so uh, the Cardinals are up and coming team in my opinion. In my opinion, they they yeah. they'll be a problem for the Lions. The, yeah. They're not beating the Saints. Then they're gonna they're gonna um, then they go against the Jaguars. 
which that's a win for them. So in the in the first one, two, three, four, five games, two wins. Ah, then they face they face the Falcons. Right. The right. And then they face the Falcons. Then the Colts, another team that's that's hot and up and coming, in my opinion. The Vikings. Then Washington, three wins. I'm counting it. I'm, listen, man, seven is way too rich in my opinion. Listen, their first four weeks before their bye, their bye week is week five, right? You said Chicago right. week one, at Green yep. Bay, at Arizona, then New Orleans. I don't even think they're going to have a – they might get one win out of that first four games. If they're yep. lucky, they'll beat Chicago. Yep. But other than that, I don't see a win. And you know what? If they're 0-4 by the bye week, I'm not sure of the, the trade deadline. I think it's right around there, isn't it? Fourth, fifth Some, week, sixth week? Something like that. Yeah, like so eight, that, the week eight, week nine. It's week eight. Oh, is it oh, week, yeah, eight, week eight? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Thanks, so, thanks, Evan. Yes. Yeah. So even after the first four games, if they're one and three, and then you know, uh, if they're two and let's say one and five, two and two and four, they're they're going to be a team that you you know we talk about. We're looking for a receiver, or other teams are. That might be a team that's going to unload somebody because they'll be done by then, and there's no way they're going to make a run. So they yeah, might be but better. we'll look until next year. <laughs> I will I will tell you I'll just just to sidetrack a little bit. Um they, even if the team is not going away, you have to understand the front office still um the, you know these players are assets that they wouldn't want to lose because let's say a coach let's say they got to get a new coach. You can't right. go to the new coach and say, "Oh, I just sold my one of my best wide receivers away. Can you right. coach me?" No, no you true. have to Right, you have to present the coach with with some assets, and you talk about DeAndre Swift. I think they have a chance, but they need to figure out their offensive line. And another issue that they've had for such a long time, I think they lost about two of their guards sometime in the off season, and they like replaced them by rookies and and journeymen. That's not good. It's not a really good indication that they're gonna win. So seven games is way too much, man. You know. Um, yeah. Um... Definitely is. Uh, I only. I think I'm. I'm just gonna go under because they need to rebuild the whole coaching staff because Stafford doesn't deserve this at all. That's that's True. all I'm gonna say about yeah, that. Definitely. <laughs> uh, we got Chicago. Um, Chicago Bears. Uh, over and under eight. That's right where I was. You know what? Before I looked at the over and unders, I had numbers in my head. And that was definitely a team that I thought, all right, they're going to win about seven, eight games. I don't know if they'll win more. Uh, I'm going to, you know what? Even with Foles there, uh, you know, that's another team that had the quarterback issue because of Trubisky. Yes. Um, that's why they brought in Foles. Trubisky supposedly he's having a great preseason. Uh, not preseason, but great camp and all that. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be Gavin scoffs at that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm going to lean under, um, not by much. I don't think they're going to be horrible, but I'm going to go under because you can't. I, I can't see them going nine and seven. So either eight and eight or seven and nine around there. So I, I'm going to have to go under for Chicago. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, the problem with teams that don't have consistent quarterback play is that you could, you you will go under. <laughs> that's that's unfortunately that's just how it is. Um, is Trubisky all of a sudden gonna show up, you know, like like a knight, like the knight in shining armor, and save them? Mm. You know, I don't know, man. You know, um, you 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 brought Foles in for Foles to be the knight in shining armor because he is the NFL's version of the knight in shining armor. 
you know, since he did it for New England, everybody wants to pay him to do it for them. Unfortunately, he didn't. He wasn't able to do it for the Jags, and I don't. In my opinion, I don't think, unfortunately, that he do it for Chicago. Um, uh, so I don't think Chicago is going to be saved by Foles, in my opinion. Um, if anything, if the if Trubisky could show up, show up probably. Um, but let's go through their schedule a little bit. Um, here, the, let's go to the top. The first five games, um, like I said, they play the Lions first game, and like we said, that's to me that's kind of a fifty-fifty game. And then they play the Giants. Uh, they, to me, they could be. Yeah, they have a chance. Yeah, they have a chance. We, I, I they're not beating the Falcons. Um, uh, in that. The Colts are the Colts are man. People, I, I don't know if anybody's sleeping on the Colts. The Colts are going to be a problem. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to be a problem. So you're oh, talking about the well. Yeah, you're talking about in your first five games, you're paying the Lions, the Giants, the Falcons, the Colts, the Buccaneers, and the Panthers. So in that, in the first five games, the teams they're playing, the Panthers are bad. Uh, I can see them the being Giants. Being... The Giants are bad. What's yeah. that? I could see them being three and two, but then it gets tough. Right. Because you got at the Rams, New yep. Orleans, at yep. Tennessee, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. After at the, the Packers. Bay, Green Bay. Yeah, those are. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Yeah. So, so, so what's the, what, what was the over and under, um, Davin, you said? Eight. Eight. Eight? Man. Uh, I, I say slightly under, man. I say they're going to be one of, the, they're going to be, in that in that six and ten, seven and nine yeah. kind of spot. Yeah, I'll give them six six wins to this the spare Trubisky. Um Trubisky job is on the line here. Let's let's really look at it. They didn't take his uh, fifth year option. So Trubisky is gonna try to play for a contract. And if he does good, they might win eight games, but I don't see them winning no more than that and I see them getting less ones. That's a shame. Uh, the Bears got a a really good defense. They're probably like top ten defense. So they Pretty got good a, defense. Yes, yeah. 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 An elite defense. It's just their offense. Right. You can't win if you got a great defense and with a fucking quarterback that's yeah. fucking <laughs> sub subpar. Watch the language, sir. <laughs> so, you, you know I curse <laughs> on here, so I, I yeah, think we know. Used we, to it. We, we, <laughs> uh, yeah. the Vikings. Oh no, nah, go right ahead, Charmin. What you was gonna say? Oh no, no, I'm not holding you back. Let's go. Right. Oh, what's the name? It's the Vikings. Um, nine. Nine wins. Nine wins. I, I mean, looking at them, I, I think they're going to be better. Not better, but I think they're going to be a good team. Uh, nine wins, that's right about where. They, these over and unders are really good because they're right, right where you want them. Uh, but I'm going to go a little higher with them. I'm going to go a little more than nine just because I think Cousins – took that next step a little bit last year. He got that – he got the monkey off his back, won a playoff game. I know he didn't play good the following week, but he did play against the 49ers. But, uh, yeah, but you know what? He got that – he definitely got the monkey off his back. So that's that's a good thing. I think the confidence is going to roll. They still got a good team. Uh, they did trade away uh, – what's his name? The receiver, uh, Diggs. Diggs. So, yes. Yeah, that's that's gonna be that, that's gonna be a blow, uh, but um, I I could see them going. I, I could definitely see them winning nine. They did draft Justin Jefferson to help out the receiver there, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over for them. 
Yeah, um, definitely, definitely a team that is solid or across the board. Um, they, the, their weakness, like a lot of NFL teams, unfortunately, is at the offensive line position. Um, they play that kind of a wide zone uh, kind of running game um, where, you know, Dalvin Cook, uh, that's right up his alley. He has a ridiculous speed and he's physical enough. Um, I don't think people talk about, talk about it enough how Kirk Cousins started the season, the first, what is it, the first two games, and people were making fun of him. They thought he was going to fall on his face. And he basically made a 180. And he had a ridiculous run of play, which was so consistent and so explosive, especially getting out of the pocket. And, you know, he had these bombs over and over again where, you know, you know they were beating teams because he was outplaying other quarterbacks. Um, and, of course, Dalvin Cook was being so, you know, that running game was killing people too. So, um, yeah, they were just one of the better teams in the NFL, in my opinion. So, yeah. Definitely nine to ten wins is where they at. Um, let's just look at the schedule a little bit here. Uh, the first, you know, like because they're they're the way they play. You know, look at look at the schedule, man. The first, whew, Packers, Colts, Titans, Texans, Seahawks, Falcons, Green Bay. Oh man, I mean, no, I, so, <laughs> so 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 so. Their wins are gonna come on the back end of the schedule, man. Um, most of their wins, you know, first four games. First yeah, five. but but like I said, if uh, if any team could weather the storm, is a team like that. You know, they have way too much talent, and they're way too consistent, and they have too much good coaching for them to fall apart. So they might, you know, where where you would say, you know, on paper they, you know, they can't win. You know, especially against the Packers. Uh, you know, I think I think a game like that, they could win that game. I don't think the Packers are extremely better than the Vikings. I think they're kind of on the same level, in my opinion. So, you know, the the games I think that would be an issue for them is games like for the like the Seahawks and uh, and the Falcons. You know, they're gonna have issues with those teams. But I think I think even if on paper it looks kind of, uh, you know, uh. Out of you know that they can't go on a run, but I think they're consistent enough that they might, even in the face of how tough the schedule is, going to run. So yeah, I think then nine ten games is something that they could do. Um, I'm leaving on straight even nine nine wins. Um, if they get the tenth one, they'll be like last the last week of the uh, season, depending on how they so. play the first few weeks of the season. Uh, we can't go uh, we can't go even, so it's either over and over. And over. Oh, <laughs> I, I would say even still. Like I, I, I don't want to say over, and I don't want to say under. I guess I give it. I give them a, a slight edge over, maybe ten. But yeah, so it's I'm, so it's over I'm, for Davin. Okay, it's over. Also, also. <laughs> I hate I hate to say over. I want to say even so right fucking over. bad. Oh Lord Jesus. Um, the Packers. Packers. <laughs> nine nine wins. Uh, Packers nine wins. Man, that's another one that's right on the money and they were kind of a you know they were a middle of the pack team when you look at their offense and their defense like neither one was really that great you know but they still won a lot of games right what did they win 11 games i think last year 13 there was 13 and And when you look at their stats they weren't like overwhelming you know they don't blow you away where like oh that's that team wins 13 games easy 
that was, a, a, to me, a middle-of-the-pack team when you look at their stats. Um, I don't know. I, you know what? I think I'm going to take a chance and go under with them. I don't, I don't know if they're going to win 10 games again this year. So I, I'm going to no. go under only because I, I don't think they improved that much from last year, and I don't think they're going to win 13 games again. Agreed. I just don't see it. Um, Especially when they don't have a wide, um, second wide receiver. Devontae yeah. Adams so, can't do it by himself. Not an impressive team at all. And, we, you know, we were saying it all year, and they, you know, they still – And they won it. games. Right. And they so, still so won the Super Bowl. So. so the question is, right, the question is, what was the catalyst that caused the, ta- the Packers to win all the games they did last year? I, I what do you guys say? Defense. Defense. There you go. And, and Aaron Rodgers. Because they ended up getting uh, they ended up getting a couple of guys that, that actually right. wanted to play. The Smith brothers on the on the pass rush, the two outside linebackers, um, the um these guys, the two edge rushers they had, um, and their running game. Because if you guys remember, their their running back tied with in tied for the league lead in touchdowns. So yeah. we're talking about an offense, yes, it wasn't led by you know, the arm of Aaron Rodgers like it normally would, but they were still very potent, you know. So they were disrupting people on defense and they were grinding the game on, on, on offense. And if you're talking about a weakness being that they don't have any wide receivers, well, let's be real, they not really, it doesn't even seem like they care. Because when they had the chance to draft a wide receiver, they didn't, and they drafted the quarterback. Yeah, right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, so the game is going to be: we're going to kill you on defense, and we're going to grind the game on offense. They drafted a running back that's a big dude that that basically you could share the to share the load with the with the kid that they have in town right now. So I say the Packers are going to uh, right where they want to be, in my opinion. I'm not saying that it's gonna, that's going to ex- you know, create where they're going to win certain games again, but I don't think they're going to fall way far from that at all. I think there's still going to be a problem to deal with. You know? I don't know how many – you don't have a lot of teams that could block the Packers up front with the two pass rushers they have, especially now that they paid their, their nose tackle they, they, an extension too. He had a hell of a season last year too. So – they're, they're basically building a, an identity on defense. So um, let's let's kind of let's look at the schedule a little bit here. We know that they're playing the Vikes uh, first season, but then they play then they play the Lions, then they play the Saints, the Falcons, the Bucks, the Texans, mm. and then the Vikes again. So the first Man. five games, they play the Vikes twice. No, uh, my bad. The first five games, they played the Vikes and the the teams that are, they played the Vikes, the Saints, the Falcons, and the Bucks. That's tough competition. Yeah. You know, that's pretty tough competition. But like I said, you know, like I said with the Vikes before, in my opinion, these teams have a lot of talent. And they you, you're not on paper, can't just call them out, you know, of games because – you know, it's going to be tough. I think they're going to pose a lot of problems for a lot of teams. Uh, like, uh, I, I will just say in the first five games, I think I think there's a possibility they um, they could uh, – they probably lose to the Vikes, beat the Lions, 
lose to the Saints, beat the Falcons, and beat the Buccaneers. In Tampa? That could be something that could happen. You think they're going to win in Tampa? I think so, because, listen, one of the things I just, like I just stated, the, 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 the Packers pass rush is one of the best in the league. You're going against a, two rook, a rookie and a, a rookie um, tackle and a tackle that's, you know, okay. Yeah, no, is, is that good. They might be good rushing the passer, but that's about it on defense. They're not great. Their corners aren't great. So they give up a lot of yards in the in the pass. I mean, yeah, they'll get to the quarterback. I think they I think I think they give up more yards on the ground than they give up in the air. Yeah, they're kind of Just in the middle of, yeah. both ways. Yeah. I mean they're a little right. bit lower rushing, but passing they, they give up a decent amount. So right. yeah, they do have a good pass rush, but it's like if you if you could stop them, if you could figure out a way to stop the pass rush, you're probably gonna beat that team. You know, you're probably gonna score points against them. And right. Green Bay had a problem with scoring points last year. Yes, they they, right. they, they so, like like I said, they kind of they kind of was all about their running game. If if you're in in a league where passing is a, is rewarded, that you're gonna run the ball more than you're gonna pass, then uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna not you you know you that's gonna be an ex, you know you're gonna kind of be exposed a little bit. But looking at looking at most of the schedule, I I. I well, here's another thing to add before we get to the rest of the schedule. Remember with Rodgers, the comment he made, right, a couple of weeks ago we talked about it a little bit. Like, he knows his, his days are numbered in Green Bay. Not that he's going to get traded, you know, this season, but that's going to be on his mind too going into the season. And, you know, they lose a couple of games. You know, you might start to hear a little rumbling out of him during the season. Oh, well, we didn't do anything to improve the offense. You know, the <laughs> offense – Right. If the offense doesn't get going, let's say if the offense stumbles a little bit early on, you know, and then he starts hearing stuff towards him, you know, he might come back and say, hey, well, what did they do to help me? So this yeah. is something that might, you know, I'm not saying they're going to totally like collapse or totally break up, but there's going to be an issue here if they start off, you know, not great. Yeah. Looking at and, and with what you see, I could agree with you with what you just said. And looking at the schedule, you make a lot of sense. I would say that they're not going to win certain games. I think, uh, well, Chris, um, Gavin, you said the the over He's under nine. is nine. Mm-hmm. It's nine, yeah. I think that's a slightly over in my well, yeah. I want to say slightly over. I think I think the most they could go is ten wins. Um, but they lose, like you said. Um, this, looking at the schedule, they have a lot of tough customers coming into town. I mean, they're going to be playing. The back end of their schedule, so they might, you know, if they finish strong, they might, I think they'll have a shot at it. When you look at the yeah, back because end. yeah, because we're still we're talking about normally you wanna by week what by week by week what you wanna by week 13, 14, you should you should be you know pretty good. You should yeah. know what you're doing, right? You know, <laughs> so so I so I'd say yeah, I'd say I'd say I'd, I'd agree, man. Ten wins is probably where they go. That's probably, in my opinion, that's the, that's where they go. I love I love Aaron Rodgers like I love Andrew Luck, but it's uh, <laughs> tough. Um, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with eight wins. I'm gonna go under. Uh, the only way how I see them getting ten wins is if they win six games by week fourteen because December December the Packers always make this amazing run. 
So if the Packers get six wins, I can see them running the table on on in December and winning all four games. Mm. So if that don't happen, if they get like four wins, then I'm leaving it on eight. But right now my, my number is on eight. I'm sorry, Rodgers. Like I said, I love you like I love Andrew Luck, but um, I will, it's, it's a wrap. And I will back, I'll back you up, Davin. The last four games they have is against the Lions, the Panthers, the Titans, and the Bears. And they can so win all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, they can win all of them. Um, all right, so who's who's winning the division then? Vikings. Yep. Yeah, I go there too. That's why. I, that's why I said what I said about the amount of games they were going to win. You know, I think they're going to win more games than than uh, than everybody else in the division. Yeah. All right, so we got the NFC East. We got the uh, the Redskins. Uh, five five wins. I'm going to go under, you know, this is a team that's in the rebuild <laughs> mode. They got all this stuff going on off the field with, you know, with all these uh, accusations against them, new coach. Um, you got Haskins who's still unproven. See how he does. Um, I don't, you know, Chase Young is banged up in uh, so far during the off season. I just read something. He's been slowed by an injury, so I, I don't see them going over five. So I, I, for five wins, I don't know if they're going to get to five. So I'm going to definitely go under with them. Who they're playing? They're playing the they're playing the AFC North. Uh, yeah, that's what they're playing. Ravens, right? Steelers, Cincy. Oh no, yeah, yeah. All the yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely go under. Yeah, they're going to have issues. Um, like you said, there's a lot of unanswered questions on that team. So definitely, you know, um, looking at the schedule, uh, when you look at the first five games, they're playing the Eagles, the Cardinals, the Browns, the Ravens, and the Rams. Come on, man. There's a possibility. That, there's a possibility they're 0-5. Yeah. You know, that mm-hmm. they, they're playing. Because all those teams on paper are way better than Rock Washington is right now. And this was a team, yeah. think about it, their offense was bottom. In everything, basically, yep. rushing they were a little better, but defensively they're not. You know they're they're they got a good pass rush, but they got no rushing defense. Uh, so I don't see them winning more than five games. So definitely under. Yeah, they they have a, yeah. they have major issues here, man. Definitely, they got a lot to work on before they get over five. Yeah. Maybe maybe next season, but not this season. I'm gonna go with under. Um, the Giants, six. Uh, and that's a tough one, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know what? With the new head coach, I still think they got holes on defense. Um, their offense should be better. I like Daniel Jones. I, I like their, their offense with Barkley and Ingram. Um, but um, I, I'm, I'm going to go under also just because their defense is not going to be able to win games for them. And uh, I, I don't trust their defense yet. Uh, and, and the new coach, I really – we know nothing about Joe Judge, really. Uh, Other than the fact that he makes coaches and players run laps yeah. for making mistakes. Other than that, we don't know nothing about And if Joe they Judge. don't win, that stuff is not going to fly if they don't win games. You know, if they win yep. games, at least they can say, see, this is why we did this. So, uh, right. I'm, I'm going to go under. Yeah. Um, man, uh, again – you know, when when you when you talk about when we talk about football, you always talk about on paper, 
and on the field and on the on paper they're playing the NFC North like um the AFC North like we said before man so you got to play the Steelers and the Ravens you know and the Browns and I don't care what you think about the Browns um if the Browns show up to play they're a hell of a team you know they they just they line up defense and offense they just have talent everywhere so you playing three of those teams that's that's really good against the run, really good. I mean, just on defense, they're scary on defense. And on offense, they're scary. So uh, the NFC East is going to be a problem. Um, I think the the teams like the Giants are going to have issues. Um, looking at the schedule, first five games, Oof. Steelers, Bears, 49ers. Steelers, Bears, 49ers, Rams, and Cowboys. That come on, man. That's not even that's fair. Only, that's only one win. Yeah, that that on paper there's only one win. You know that doesn't mean that they're gonna beat the Bears <laughs> because, like we stated before, the Bears the Bears might they they might not have what they have on offense, but their defense is no slouch. I don't see a so, win until they play Washington. One, two, three, four, five. Eight. For week six, I mean, yeah. beat Chicago. I, I don't even think they'll beat Chicago. Yeah. Uh, I, so that's going to be one of my gambling, I guess, my upsets of the week. <laughs> and you, and you, yeah, when he when he says that, that's it. He, he's it totally right. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't. I'm telling you, they they their bye week is what one, Ooh. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. After week ten, they might be two and eight if they beat Washington <laughs> twice. <laughs> On paper, that schedule is crazy. I mean, yeah. there's a reason why that uh, I think Vegas had them at they had one of the toughest schedules in the NFL for this I think season. the toughest. Them and us yeah. are the top two. Yeah, this is this is this schedule is ridiculous, man. Uh, you're talking about in week week five playing the playing the Rams, uh, the yeah. Cowboys. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, oh my God! Then you got to play. Then after that, you go Washington, which okay, we know. Then you go Eagles, Buccaneers, Washington again. Then you go Eagles, Bengals, Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, Cowboys again. Eesh. I mean, it's just going to be – I mean, it, I mean, don't get us wrong. Because of everything that's going on, there's going to be a lot of weird stuff going on this season. But on paper, when we look at this, the Giants are going to have a problem this year. Yep. Especially with no fans, it's still no. Still, to me, it's no no home field advantage. So anything is possible to happen. But yeah, yeah they, they I, only, I would go with under. <laughs> yeah, the only way you're gonna get any kind of home field advantage is when like a warm team or a dome team goes and plays like Green Bay or you know like a New York team. You or know, any team going to play to going to play Denver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the other one too. I mean, those mm. are the only times you're going to see a home field advantage other than that it's you know your team versus our team you know that's what it's down to very interesting all right so this is when it gets real interesting eagles 9.5 so you guys all going under you're you're both going under yes 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 definitely um the eight eight maybe nine it all depends on carson wentz it all depends on how healthy he is um, I think Peterson is still, oh, I still thought, a great coach. I thought he was, no, I I thought he was talking about who. Oh, oh yeah, I the thought, Giants, is, Giants is under. I said the under. Eagles is 9.5, 9.5 right. wins. 
So right. I, I said under for the Eagles because I just think um, they get eight or nine wins. I think Carson Wentz is – it depends on how healthy he is. And, and, and you know, I'm not even going to say about Peterson, Coach Pete, Doug Peterson, great coach. Um, could still could still make, make uh, one penny turn into dollars. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll still I'll give him that respect and say eight or nine. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, man. Uh, the Eagles, are, um, I think, I think uh, Carson Wentz is being deeply re- disrespected, man. I, I, I don't understand how. I don't understand how people are not giving him his props for what he did last year with that team, the way that team basically fall apart, fell yes. apart because of injury. I mean, for him to consistently come out and perform the way he performed, with little help is ridiculous you know injuries on the offensive line injuries to his off to his um to his wide receivers to a point where he had backup to backup to backup wide receivers playing for him and it's almost like he never missed a beat right you know throw for over four thousand yards this is what i'm saying how is that possible (laughs) you know this is what you're supposed to give accolades to players that do things when you're counting on them not to do it, you know, when they achieve more than you know, you thought they would, right? And for some reason, yeah. the NFL, in my opinion, has missed the boat on this, you know? I think they should have, I think, I think uh, Carson Wentz needed a little bit more respect than, than, than the NFL gave him. A lot of the pundits gave him uh, over this offseason, and this is ridiculous. And, and 9.5, in my opinion, is about, I, I, think, I think they could win 10, 12 games, you know, wow. because I think they're better than, I think they're better than most people think because they quietly go about what they do, you know, because they have solid players at positions that just perform. Their tight end is just their tight end. He does what he does. He's one of the best tight ends in the league. They, their offensive line, unfortunately, they, 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 I think it's their right guard went down, and he's one of their best players. Um, right. right. But for some reason, this team, even when they miss players, they keep performing because of their coaching because of their quarterback, you know. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna under undersell what I think the Eagles are part of, of could do. I think I think they're gonna be in the run run to win that this division with the Cowboys, in my opinion, by the end of the season. Definitely, they're, they're gonna be right there with Dallas. Uh, I don't think uh, I don't know if they're gonna win the division, but I I definitely got them over going over nine wins also. Um, wow. To me, they, they, to me, they're still thin at wide receiver. Yeah. Um, even because now you're counting on Sean Jackson to play a whole season, which yep. may not happen. You still got uh, Ashlon Jeffrey. He's still out. He hasn't even practiced yet, so he may not be back to the, to start the season. They might even put him on the uh, the PUP list so he could at least come back later on. Um, you're gonna have to make so, Jalen Hurts play wide receiver. Yeah, you might, see that, <laughs> you might see them get creative. I hope they get creative with him because why else? Do you have to. That's you know? why I say Listen. that Doug Peterson turns a penny into dollar bills. Yep. Yeah, and he's one of the better coaches in the league. You're right. You're right, hands down. And you gotta give him. You gotta give him that. You gotta yes. give him that. I'm if I'm looking at the schedule here. First five games: Rams, Bengals. 49ers, Steelers. This is the first five games are tough. No, no, it, it's tough. But I think, but I think they could get three wins out of they that. Got Washington, I think Rams, Cincinnati, and then right. the 49ers. Right. So I can see them get three wins out of that. I can yeah. see them going three and zero, and then the 49ers they might lose. Maybe Pittsburgh they'll lose. 
Then Baltimore, that could go either way because they'll be at home. Then they got the Giants at home, and then they got the Cowboys at home before the bye. Yeah. So it, it's not, you know. So look, yeah, looking at this schedule, definitely over. Definitely, in my opinion, they yeah. could, they could, they could definitely win ten games. Yeah. They, in my opinion. Yeah. Hey, yep. Um, Cowboys ten. Uh, I'm gonna go over because I think this. I, I they gotta get, they gotta turn these stats into wins. You know, they got to turn this great team <laughs> into wins finally. Last year, they only got eight wins, and they had one of the best offenses in the league. They had a, a pretty good defense as well. Not a great – yeah, they were like top 10 defense, top 11 defense. So they were right there, and they only won eight games. I mean, we were to, we've been talking about them a few times where they win the, where they lose these low-scoring games where, you know, this, this offense that was, you know – What's his name? Threw for over 5,000 yards. You had a couple of 1,000-yard receivers. You had a 1,000-yard running back. I mean, it's a team that should have won more than eight games. How did they not win eight more than eight games? So, for me, I think this is the year that they finally turn their, their talent and this great offense, solid defense, really good defense, into wins. And I think they're going to probably squeak out the division over Philly. So, I'm going to have to go over with them. Yeah, I, I think it's over, and they, they got to do it, man. They got to do it now. If they can't do it now, I don't know when they're ever going to do it. Um, this team, I think if you, you know, one of the things I always say when I look at teams, um, I always think in my mind, what is the, either what is the, what's, I mean, what's the catalyst for their, for their bad performances or, or an, and their good performances, you know, and, the, pro- the thing is, I can't put my finger on why they lose. I don't get it either. <laughs> I don't get it. They have enough talent across the board to perform highly and, and, and perform against anybody, you know, um, um, across the board on offense, man. One of the scariest offenses you wanna, you, you're going to face throughout the season in, in the NFL. You and know? they edit I don't care. <laughs> right. I, I, when, you look at, when you look at that team, you know, they, they, got, they got one of the best offensive lines. One of the best quarterbacks, one of the best running backs, one of the best wide receivers. I mean, come on, you know. the The question is, have they answered their what answered the questions they needed to answer on defense? You know, they traded their their away their bet or they let their best cornerback go, and they and they drafted some kids. Um, is that going to be the answer? You know, is that going to be the answer for them now? I don't know. You know. We're gonna we're gonna see, but in my opinion, that um, they're too good to be under, and that and they they're gonna be in the running for their for their um, for their division the division win. And and lo- looking at the first five games here, um, Rams, uh, Falcons, Seahawks, and Browns and Giants. You know, um, L.A. has a lot of answers to it, a lot of questions to be answered, in my opinion. So I I think the Cowboys could beat them. Um, I think that that's going to be a tough game against the Falcons. Uh, Seahawks, of course, that's going to be a tough game also. Uh, Browns and then Giants. So, a so-so first five games. I think I think they could still come out three and two, you know, or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, Seattle no, that's not that's not far-fetched at all. Yeah, no. the Seattle one I think is their toughest. Yeah, 
Um, but, uh, so, so, so they're still, they, they, to me, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. Because I, I'm one of those people that believe in Dak Prescott. You know, if he doesn't get injured, he's going to throw for as much, almost as many yards as he threw for last year. And he's going to perform as well as he hit, performed last year, in my opinion. So you're gonna you're gonna see the kids show up. So I I think they win the division outright because of Prescott. So yeah, so that's my opinion. Uh oh man. Yeah, so I I will go with under. I will go with nine wins. Um until until they can prove to me that they can win in November and December. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna stay calm and, and say nine wins, um, <laughs> and I and I will pick the Eagles to win the division again. Cool. So, I, I can't argue with that. I'm just <laughs> I, I, like you are pick better than mine, but okay. <laughs> hey, I'm, hey, I'm just saying. You know, like the Cowboys had had like look at last season. I know Dak put up big numbers, but look. The Eagles, you you would have thought the Eagles was out of that division race by late November into early December, and then look look what happened. <laughs> the Eagles won yep. the division once again. Cowboys out the playoffs, and there's no excuse for the Cowboys to play the way how they play. Period. True. True. So so until until I see something in November and December, I'm going with the Eagles. So sorry, sorry, Dak. Um, <laughs> And of NF, NFC South, we got uh we got the Carolina Panthers, uh five point five wins. That's an under, and that's pretty easy, man. That's a rebuilding team. Yes, brand new coaching staff. Most of them from college that never really coached in the NFL before. Um, so so that's gonna be a problem. There's gonna be an adjustment period. I think their coach has a six uh six year deal. That's what he yeah. was assigned to. Right, Chris? Something like yeah. that. It was six. Yeah. yeah, it was six years. Yeah. So so he has time to build. So I don't think they're in a hurry to win a bunch of games. I think they're gonna be working on their culture, working on what they want as a front office and working on what they want on the field. Um, so um I think all that's gonna be a work in progress. So that's a definite under in my opinion. Yeah, okay. I, I totally agree. I, I'm not expecting Bridgewater to be uh this, you know. That offense to score a lot of either. Yeah, they do have McCaffrey, but defense did give up a lot last year. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go under because that's that's a super tough division too. Yes. Yeah, and they just and they just happen to be yeah, and they just happen to be playing. What is that? The NFC, um, AFC West. Yeah, I think so. So yeah. they're playing the Raiders, Chargers, yeah, Chiefs, and the, the Chiefs and the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah. So, they're gonna have they're gonna have problems, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So yeah, we all stick with under. We got the Falcons. This is very interesting. Seven point five. Yeah, that's a tough mm-hmm. one. I, I very man. tough. Yeah, that that is <laughs> tough because they're not a bad team. But no, no. like I just said, this is a really tough division. I yes, mean, sir. you got two teams in that. Probably gonna win at least ten games. Um, man, seven games. <laughs> seven seven point five. So you can go either under with seven or over with eight. You know what? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna give them over, but not nine wins. I'm gonna go with like eight wins. Thankfully, it was seven and a half. So I'm gonna yeah I'm I'm gonna go with over, but just slightly over. Yeah, I agree. I say I say they could eat win eight games. I think I think they could eat eight games, eight games, and I think I think uh, there's a um because this is this this is what I'm counting on. Right, and I'm going out on a limb for the Falcons also. Like I'm going out, like I went out on a limb for the Cowboys. And man, that limb is gonna break if I keep going out there. But um, yes, sir. <laughs> um, all, I'm all gonna trees go and branches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna go. I'm gonna say that they're gonna um, have a chance to win at least nine games. I, I say, I mm. say they go nine and something. Um, they're mm. gonna, they're, they're gonna win some games they're not supposed to, in my opinion. Look at their uh, last. Their last three weeks, they play Tampa Bay at home. Then they go to Kansas City. Then they play Tampa Bay again on the road. Ooh, so Lord, that's that, that, so so for the, so so for what the so what so for what I just said ha- to happen, they would have to win most of their games in the in the in the front of their schedule. Right. So yeah. with the first five games: Seahawks, Cowboys, Bears, Packers, and. Panthers, mm. so they could be on the on paper. Panthers, Bears, <laughs> two and five, two. Of... Yeah, yeah, it's tough. No, um, yeah. it's very I think, tough. I think I, that's what. But I think I think they're gonna win some games. Like I said, I think I'm still I'm adamant that they're gonna win some games that they shouldn't be. When they people on paper would say they would lose. I think mm-hmm. I think probably the Packers game. They could probably sneak out a, a winner over. I think. Okay. Mm, this is not Jamal. This is not Jamal Adams hate because you guys <laughs> know how I feel about my quarterback. Not my quarterback. You know, my Sam McDonald is my quarterback, but my one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, uh, um, well, you know. So, sorry, Russell. Man, I, I I hate to do it to you, but I I. I have a feeling that the Falcons could beat the Seahawks opening season, opening week. Mm. So, so this is where this is why I say they're going to win some games, some games that they that they have no business winning, and they're going to win nine games this season. That's mm. not going to, by the way, that's not going to guarantee they go to the playoffs. Remember, the the, yes. the NFC is tough, especially like you said that that division is ridiculous. So they could win nine games and still not make make it to the playoffs. Yeah, but we do have the extra playoff team this year. Right. There you but, go. But 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 Sue, you can still be in seventh place, still get a nine and seven record. That that whole conference is tough. It's yep. way tougher than AFC. You could have you could be in seventh place and have a nine and seven record, and it could be three teams with a nine and seven record, and you still won't make the playoffs. You might see an eight and eighteen make it this year. I don't, I don't know. It's going to be but tough. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tough. Um. It, this could this could be either or for me. Um, I I will I will say I will say under by but seven wins. Um, and this is going to be this. And if Quinn and if Quinn does get the get the wins that he he deserved, and I I can still see him coaching the team. I think he might be on the hot seat. Um, Definitely on the hot seat. Yes. So I. So I feel I feel it might be seven wins, but if they get eight and eight, nine and seven, Quinn will stay for another season. Oh man! Oh man! It gets tougher. Uh, Tampa Bay nine 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 and a half nine point five <laughs> nine and a half. 
<laughs> and that's right there too. Um, yes. I know it's going to take a couple of weeks for this team to get going, but uh, um, yeah, I think at- I'll go over with with ten wins. All right. yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to give I'm going to give them a slight edge just because that offense is going to be top notch. And the defense got better last year down the stretch. Yes. People uh, don't talk about that a lot. Yes, it they, did yes the defense definitely is good. They, they were, like, great against the run, and they did give up a lot in the air, but they did get better that, down the stretch. So mm-hmm. I'm going to definitely go – yeah, I'm going to go over. I just think they're going to go over this team. I think that defense is going to gonna surprise a lot of people. You know why? Because their quarterback last year made them look bad. Yeah. The thing you have to – when a quarterback throws has 30 interceptions, you know how many times you put that defense in a horrible position? You know? Mm. You put that yeah. defense in issues where you, you're throwing an interception on your 20-yard line, and then all of a sudden the defense has to play and stop a, you know, stop a touchdown with only 35 yards to go. Like constantly, over and over and over and over again. I think they definitely suffered from the fact that their quarterback was definitely putting them in a bad situation. Now they're playing with a quarterback that does not, that would not put them in those situations. I think that they're going to shine a little bit more. I think, you know, we know Todd Bowles very well. Uh, um, We know that he's good at what he does when it comes to defense. I think that that defense is going to surprise a lot of people. I I say, what you said the uh, over was? Uh, what was it? Nine nine point five. Yeah, nine, they Yeah, I say they win more. I say they win more. I I think I think they're gonna come out. Uh, I think there there's a possibility that team that team wins twelve games. Definitely. Mm. Yeah, that's very that's interesting. The possibility. Yep. Yeah, that's why I say it gets tough. Um, Saints ten ten and a half ten point five. Man, they gotta <laughs> win eleven games to go over. I can see them doing it. I can see the Saints doing it. Yeah, I mean, they got the team. I mean, looking at the schedule, too, you got Tampa first week, then you got Vegas, Green Bay, Detroit, the Chargers. Yeah. I can see see three, three to four wins. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to have to go over. I can't can't bet against this team, so. Yeah, yeah, I'll give them 11. Yeah, um, Again, I said I said that the Bucks could win twelve games. I I I think the Saints could win fourteen. <laughs> Yo, damn, sorry on the road today. I'm not this, gambling. This is, this, <laughs> this is this is the thing. This is the thing. The question about the Saints has never been about the the, the regular season, guys. It's always the playoffs. Exactly. Right. They they've never really let you down in the regular season. They've always won. A bunch of a bunch of games in the regular season, and they normally post ridiculous numbers in the regular right. season. So yeah. that so so in my opinion, I'm I'm not really going out on a limb on this one. I think I think this is just what it is. I Absolutely. think the question for the Saints is what they're gonna do in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're just one of those teams. There's like a handful of teams in the NFL that just are cut above everybody else. The Saints are one of them. Hmm. And I, in my opinion, they they have a chance to win 13, 14 games. The yeah. one thing for them, they they got a little lucky here. The last uh, three weeks, well, they do the last four weeks of the season. Because I'm just thinking of playing outside for them. They played Denver November 29th, so that might be an issue for them. 
But then they play at Atlanta and then at Philly December 13th. That might be an issue for them because of weather. Then they play home against Kansas City. They got lucky there. That would have been a, a cold weather game possibly. That's still, still going to be a good game. Either yeah, way. no. That's a high is, home game. Is, man, that's gonna and be, you know, and you know what? Game. And, and for me, the whole – the whole weather thing with the Saints is because, oh, Drew Brees throws the ball long. Last year, what did we see? Did Drew Brees throw a long touchdown where the ball was in the air for 50 yards? No. <laughs> a lot of it is short passes, fam. Exactly. And this is what I'm saying. They, I'm telling you that they are they, – they're going to pick you apart and then they're going to play good enough defense where they're going to – be a, a gnat in your ear and basically by the end of the game you look up and they're like up by 10 points on you and then you're like how'd that happen that's what they do you know um um you know they, they just they they just then when you call on them in the as they've just they come up small on on, on in the big games in in the playoffs that's it and we don't know why we, we can't really put I'll finger on why. Too, I mean, that is. They lost road games. They're, they're losing games at home, which they know. You know, they shouldn't do. They lost that miracle with with uh, Minnesota a couple of years ago. Yeah, they should have never lost that game. This they is should, what I'm. Yeah, yeah. This is not. This is not a team that's bad. That we're saying. Oh well, you know they're. You know they they have issues. That's why they're doing what they're doing. No. It's just freak accidents and freak freak events that create bad, you know, positions for them. You know, things that they, you know, the fact that they lost to the Rams partly, partly because let's let's be real, they had chances to come back after that ridiculous call against them a couple of years ago. You know, they had chances to win that game. So that yeah, call, oh yeah, oh yeah, like they, I said, they, they did. Them the game. You know, but but there's things about this team, like I said, they should not play small like they do sometimes they come up small for no reason you know because they have the talent they have the experience and for some reason it just happens and and that's why i can't i don't i i'm not gonna say they're gonna all of us and fall off an edge i think they're gonna perform the way they normally do win 12 13 14 games and then you know whatever that that the you know the playoffs is gonna be the playoffs mm. no, so so division winning saints yeah Saints, yeah, yep. Saints too. Not by much. I think them and Tampa. Not by much. Yep. One and yeah. two, without a doubt. You know, both are going to win a lot of games, but I think the Saints are still going to squeeze it out, and then we'll see what happens in the playoffs. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> last, last division of the NFC, NFC West. This is this is off the charts. So the Cardinals, uh, seven point five. Hmm. I, I got to look at their schedule, but I'm going to guess. I'm still going to go under. Because I still think they're a year away from really being up there as a contender. I mean, they got an easy schedule a little bit early on, right? Looking at their schedule, they got San Fran at first, okay? But then you got Washington, Detroit, Carolina, and then the Jets. So that could be three straight wins for them. Uh, And then you got Dallas, tough game, Seattle, bye week. Then you got Miami. That should be a win. And then Buffalo, Seattle, New England, Rams. They do have the Giants later. Seven wins. Yeah, they win. Yeah. I'm going to go under them, though. I'm I'm going over. I'm going over, and I'm going to tell you why I'm going over. Um, Like I stated last week when we were going through 
uh, the preview seasons for the teams. I think that team is going to surprise a lot of people. Um, uh, they're not winning uh, games because of uh, their quarterback. Not yet. The kid is good. Um, he's one, the one thing he won't do is uh, he won't throw the game away with for them, and that's he's proven that already in his young career that he's not going to throw a bunch of interceptions. Um, they run the ball very well. That's that's the adjustment that uh, their coach made coming in. He came in came in with that kind of a, a, a spread offense or whatever it was, and then he realized that it wasn't working, and then he gave the kid a running game. And then with with the fact that he could run himself, it just gives that offense a dynamic a dynamic look. Normally, um, that that teams are just not really prepared for. Um, so yeah, I, looking at the schedule, I think they're gonna do damage. Um, like you said, the first 49ers, of course, the 49ers are the 49ers. But after that, you know, Washington, teams that are, are bad against the run, Washington, Lions, Panthers. I mean, we, we're we not bad. The Jets are not bad against the run. So, okay, that's going to be a push there. Uh, uh, the Cowboys, you know, that's the, in, that's one of those games where the, the Cardinals could be in that game because, in my opinion, the Cowboys – had an issue with stopping the run last year for some reason, you know. So, so, you know, they have a few tough games here and there, you know, because of who they play. But I think that they're that's an over for me. They definitely winning over seven games. Uh, to me, with to me, the, the big question mark with with them is their defense right now. Offensive, they should be able to move the ball and score points. You know, as long as Murray doesn't take a step back. Um, but I think he's going to go the other way. I think he's I think he's going to be fine. But I think their biggest problem is defense. You know, they were one of the worst defenses in the league last year. So yeah. I think that's the one that's going to hurt them the most. But we'll see. Uh, I'll go with over. And I'll get them eight wins. Um, they yeah. end up, they're in the right direction. And next season, they'll probably make a, a playoff push. So I agree yeah. with you, Davin. Right on the news. Eight, game, eight games. That's where I would go. Yeah. Uh, Rams, 8.5. I'm going to go Jeez. under. I, think I agree, Chris. Right about, yeah, I think they're going to be right about uh, eight games. I don't I'm think giving them seven. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I, I, I'm going to go under just because tough division. I don't think they're top two in that division. I think they're the third best at best in that division. They're not yes. a bad team. I'm not saying they're a bad team. They're still solid. Uh, they just don't have much of a running game. And Goff is okay. Um, defense is solid. Obviously, whenever you have Aaron Donald on your team, you're you're pretty good. So, uh, but I'm I'm still gonna go under. I don't know if they're a nine-win team, so I'm gonna go under. That team had no business winning the amount of games they won last year. Agree. If you look at if you look at the because we we really we were really critical of them over and over again last year, weren't we? Yeah, you know, especially if you think, me. If you, yeah. <laughs> If you think about it, they had no business winning. What? How many games they win last year? Nine. nine. Yeah. Right. They had no business winning nine games. They they played. They, they there was a stretch where they won. They lost a bunch of games. You know, but they also went on a run. For a team that was depleted on offensive line, um, people were kind of figuring out what they do on defense, on offense, because not only because of the offensive line, but because their running game fell apart, and they still won nine games. 
So in my opinion, they're going to do the same thing. They're going to do, they're going to perform a little bit more than people are um, expecting them to be. I'm not saying they're going to blow doors off, but I think, I think they, I think because of their coaching and some of the talent they have on that team, I think they are definitely going to stay around and they're going to be around. So you said, you said what 8.5. Yes. I think they have a chance to win nine games. I think they have a chance to win nine games again. I, I, I'd say, I say they, it's just, they're just overall too good to be a team that falls apart, you know? So yeah. I, I say nine games. Yeah. All right. I'll go, I'll go with under and seven, seven wins is my case, case scenario. I got the Cardinals having a better record than the Rams. Um, right. Prove me wrong, Rams. Uh, <laughs> Seahawks, nine, 9.5. Uh, I, you know what? I, I'm gonna still go over, uh, because I got the the Rams going under. So I think Seattle's the second best team in that division, not by much, but I still think they're the second best team. They're gonna have a tough uh, tough schedule, but um, I could see them squeaking out the ten wins. Uh, they're just they're just a good team. I mean, they were pretty solid all the way around. Defensively, they like, weren't great last year. You know, they were probably below yep. average last year. So no, they definitely took a step back defensively. You remember, you remember the stat that we kept saying last year over and over again about how there was no other team in the NFL that gave up more yards or more touchdowns to tight ends than Seattle. Remember mm-hmm. we kept saying that over and over again? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, might have an answer for that uh, with Jamal uh, Adams. So... That might negate some of the issues they have. Um, teams can't key on one of their best defensive players, uh, their linebacker, um, with with Jamal Roman in the box. So that's gonna help. So I, I'm saying I'm, I'm, you know, I'm saying all this to say that I think they're gonna be a, a force to be reckoned with, like they always are. Um, I don't, you know, they no, they don't all they don't go crazy and win 12, 13 games. They just win 10, 11 games here and there, you know. They do it, and they do it kind of under the radar. They always do it like that, and that's what they do. I think they're gonna gonna continue doing it. Uh, you know, I think they're gonna be just right there at the and end of the day. They're gonna be better because Metcalf came around towards the end of the year. Yes, so he you did. Know he's gonna be playing much better this year from the from the get go. So uh, and you and that assassin of a quarterback you have, you give him give him a, a weapon like that, and it's gonna be a problem. And and they could run the ball well. So yeah, that's, that's what they do. They run the ball. They yeah. run the ball more than they throw the ball. Yeah, they're, they're definitely more of a running team. But now they got receivers that they can throw to now. So it's I, not good. Not yeah. good for teams coming to play when you you loading up, waiting for them to run the ball, and there's guys that could outrun you on the on the on the you know on the on the corners. This is gonna be their real so. question was, was you know defensively, and you know they they had to get they had to get better with Adams. I can't see them taking a step back with him. I mean, I'm yeah, afraid that they poop the bed and they win like two games this year, and we get a high draft <laughs> pick out of them. But <laughs> I just don't see that happening unless we'll no, see. No, no, falling but, apart but, like that, no. But the the question the question marks they have is on defense, particularly on their defensive line. For some reason, they can't get they can't seem to draft good defensive linemen. I mean, big names, but they never really perform up to par. You know, um, so. And they so, don't have uh, what's his name, Clowney this year. Well, we don't. Well, no, right? No, no. He's, he's still Clowney, out there. Clowney, Clowney's still out there. Nobody signed him. Right. 
Yeah, so so yeah, I mean, they have talent. Some those players, some of those players are talented players. They just perform. They just underwhelm a lot on for some reason. Um, but they, you know, their 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 DB room is not that bad. Um, I think some of their corners are a little bit. Is some of them are not better. They some of them are better than you think, and some of them are absolutely worse than some people think. I think some of those names are. Uh, just big names in my opinion uh but but th- definitely on defense i want to see what uh what jamal adams does to change that defense basically in my opinion because they have they they have a lot of talent this for some reason they just don't perform up to par um it, this is going to be interesting uh seattle uh over 10 wins i'm i'm giving them a slight edge uh, until somebody can stop russell wilson um I don't see them underperforming. So there you go. Uh, San Francisco, 10.5. You got to go. You got to go over. I mean, they do have a lot of injuries right now at the receiver position. But um, this is a team that's just too good. I mean, and and they they run the ball anyway. And they're just going to keep running the ball down your throat. So uh, they should be able to win more than 10 games this year. Um, Hmm. I don't think that I don't think this is a team that's going to take a step back. I'm not a big I'm not a huge fan of Garoppolo, but you know what? He does enough to get this team to win 10, 11 games easy. So all all Garoppolo has to do is hand the ball above average, right? And that's, that's what that's, he is. That is that's that, what he is. He you know what he does, and I think that's what why people feel that way about him. He is right on the teetering on the line of great to good. You know, you see those games where he plays like he's a pretty good quarterback and you're like, yeah, that's why they traded him over there and all that. And then he has these games where you're like, why in the hell did they trade this guy over there? You know, he he throws these ridiculous interceptions. Like, I think I was reading some uh, some article, I think it was Peter King that's like, he, 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 Almost every game, he'll have this one play where he throws the the team the ball, the other team the ball, at least one time in a ridiculous interception. But mm. he has a coach that is probably one of the most innovative coaches on offense in the league. And his offense is just, you know, they just perform at high at a high level almost everywhere he goes. So um, he's always going to be, I think, I think that's going to kind of prop him up. If he doesn't take that step on his own, I think it's always going to hold his coach. His coach and their coaching staff is always going to prop Garoppolo up, in my opinion. So, um, so I agree. I think I think they're still going to be the the. Um, I think they're going to be the measuring stick for the whole NFC. You know, I think people people still going to be scared playing playing them. I think they're going to be the team to beat, in my opinion. They're gonna. That's definitely over, in my opinion. Definitely over. Yeah, I, I don't think he's elite, Garoppolo. And I don't oh, no, 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 no. Did I say that? No, no. No, you were saying – no, I, I just don't think he'll ever get to that point either. I think he'll always right. be where he is. I don't think he's going to get much better, but he probably won't get much worse either. Either, You know, I, I, he's not a guy that throws a lot of interceptions. You know, he's just – he is what he is. So – and they, they base their – like you said, their, their team is gonna, just going to run the ball against you. So – I, I can't see them not getting me over here. So, 
yeah, look, let's look at the schedule here, Chris, for a little bit. Um, because the schedule, I think, tells the story here. Um, first five games, uh, Car- uh, Cardinals, Jets, Giants, Eagles, Dolphins, and Rams. <laughs> Maybe one loss out of that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like – it just seems like they're head and shoulders above a lot of those this these teams. When we when I'm looking at the schedule, there's not, a, you know, other than the the when they play the Saints and the uh, the Cowboys and the Seahawks, I don't think there's teams on that schedule that's really scary. That team could win as much games as the Saints. That like like I said, they're gonna be up there, man. Yeah, they're definitely gonna be up there. I agree. Uh. Uh, see, see, my my thing is is that when you just coming out of the Super Bowl and you should have won, but Ooh. you didn't win, right? Kind of gets tough, you know. It's, it gets tough to get to go back to the same level that mm. you was the last season. So I'm not saying they're not going to go to the playoffs because they are hands down. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna gamble and say uh, they only get ten wins, and it gets tough, and it gets a little tougher after those after the first five weeks, five six wow. weeks. That was a good point because usually teams that lose in the Super Bowl have a tough time the next year. So you're right. That, that's a good point. I, I didn't think of that. Thank, thank you. Um, so, yeah, so, that's, uh, that's a great point. <laughs> that's a great point, but I'll disagree with you on that one. That's fine. This, this, oh, yeah. Of course it's fine, man. We, we love it over here. We love when we disagree. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say. That's, that's fine, but I just think it's going to be tough for them. So um, division winners. I, I still got San Fran winning the division. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm actually gonna go out on a limb and say Seattle will pull it off that final week. Wow. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> so that's it. so that's so that's it for our podcast. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast. Um, leave us some reviews. Uh, let us know how how great we are, how not great we are, what we can work on. Uh, we do this for y'all every week. Until next week, we're taking flight. Take flight. Take flight.